Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And here we are again. It's Mile High Magazine. Another great Sunday morning, and we're so glad you're here. My name is Murphy Houston, and visiting us today... The Community Relations Coordinator at Donor Alliance is Brianna DiPilato. Brianna, welcome in. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. Well, she's got some experience. She was telling me she used to do TV weather and all this stuff for a while yeah, in your life. a few huh? years ago. My past life, I guess we can call that. But now you're helping out to the Donor Alliance. How did you get yeah. connected with them? Oh, they're a great organization. I think it's always fun to try to find um, a new place, a new job that's mission-driven. And our mission's awesome. We're trying to save lives. So who wouldn't want to go to work for that company every day? Well, I, I agree. You know, people, you do advertising on TV and you hear about the Donor Alliance, Uh but what is the Donor Alliance and what is Donate Life Colorado all about? Yeah, so Donate Life Colorado is probably what most people are familiar with. It's that outward-facing brand. It's the brand of the cause. So much like the Susan G. Komen Foundation with that pink ribbon, we have that Donate Life symbol. So the green and the blue, you see it mostly around April during National Donate Life Month. And you know exactly what it is when you see it. You know what it is. And uh, Donor Alliance helps facilitate the donation process. So we're that bridge between the donor and the donor hospital and those that are receiving their life-saving transplants. That's a pretty cool thing to be involved with, though, it right? Is. And the Donor Alliance, it's nonprofit. It is. Talk more about that a little bit. Yeah, so we're a nonprofit, but we're a business at the end of the day, and we're in that medical field. So our mission is to save lives through organ eye and tissue donation. And the nonprofit comes in where we don't accept, we really don't go out and we don't um, uh, try to get some charity and all of that stuff. We are very much into our mission and we get all of the money back from some of the recovery that we do when it comes to organs and tissues. So that's how we're a little bit more nonprofit. And we've been around for quite a while. Um, we actually facilitate organ and tissue donation in all of Colorado and most of Wyoming. Um, and so we kind of take care of t- two state area for the most part. So other OPOs or organ procurement organizations are scattered throughout the country. We're one of 58. Wow, that's not as many as I thought there might yeah, be. Yeah, you think there'd be a little bit more, yeah. but it just depends on how they are broken up across the country in the region that they cover. So, and, and people think, oh, are those the people that are on my driver's license? Yeah, so if you have that heart on your driver's license, you said yes sometime at the DMV or even online there, that gives you that heart and says, okay, you decided that at the time of your death, you want to donate your organs, eyes, and tissues um, as a gift of life to somebody that may need them at the time. And there's a big demand for that, isn't there? There is, and there always will be, at least for the foreseeable future. The demand far outweighs the supply that we're getting. So we always encourage people, say yes to organized tissue donation at the driver's license office when you renew your state ID or your license. It's very simple. They ask the question. Oh, yeah. And you have to say one or the other. Don't say yes if you don't know the facts. So we want you to really know what you're saying yes to. And say you said no at the DMV. You can always go online at DonateLifeColorado.org and look at some of the facts and figure out what they were truly trying to ask you there. And you can sign up online, Welcome too. to Mile well, High Magazine with your what host, are they? Adam Morgan, so folks Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, 
So it Here's has your nothing host, to do with Melissa Moore. Which people kind of get confused a little yes, bit. Yes, they do. When you're saying yes at the driver's license office, you're saying yes to get on that registry. So after you'd pass away, you are able to donate your organs, eyes, and tissues. It has nothing to do with living donation. And a lot of people want to do that, don't they? Yeah, both, really. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of people here in Colorado that have said yes. 69% were actually number one in the country with the amount of people that have said yes, which is crazy to think about. But the West really is a different type of um, people that are here. I really want to help your neighbor. Colorado's that way. I've been uh-huh. here for a long time, and you've been around for a long time, and they're extremely generous especially if they know the route to go with their generosity, they're there. Right, they're on board. And I think a lot of people buy into this too because they really do want to help people. And when you pass away and you can't use maybe what's still good in you, why not give it to somebody that can benefit from it? Well, exactly. And you don't know if some point in time, heaven forbid, Mm -hmm. a family member may need that kind of a donation. Yes. So it's kind of a family thing. You help me, I'll help you. Let's all get on board. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And it's a tough topic to think about. No one wants to think about death. No one wants to talk about when their time is up or when that end is near. But um, the reality is that will happen for all of us at one point or another. So why not do something on your way out to leave a legacy? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything you have. Yes, really. I was talking to Brianne before we started because on my driver's license now, I'd show you, I, I have the heart, but I'm a senior citizen. And I think there reaches a time when, and I didn't even think about this, where they go, you know, hey, Murph, thanks a lot, but your kidneys are too old. We get that so often. That is the number one um, myth that we get. And really, you're never too old, at least to say yes. So we don't want you to get in there and say you're, I don't know, over 60 and you think you're you're really, really old and you can't donate anything. You aren't. So say yes at the driver's license office. Say yes online, whatever's easier for you. And let the doctors decide at the time of your death what's eligible and what's not. More often than not, we've had people into their 80s that are able to give uh, the gift of life. Yes, and tissue donors well into their 100s. So early 100. So you are not too old to give something to somebody when you pass away. So please say yes. So what determines that? Is it your healthy lifestyle? Maybe obviously you've lived and out here. A lot of people have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And the cause of death, too. So maybe you had cancer or maybe there was um, hepatitis, something wrong that caused you to pass away at whatever age. The doctor will determine if that was, you know ruin maybe what you had or maybe was okay maybe you can use some maybe you can't use others so really it's all dependent on your circumstance it's individual to each person um, and then the doctor at the end of the day that medical team will decide so you don't decide yourself we're not medical professionals you need to let the doctors decide at the end of the day well as in anything you should let the doctor decide yeah. i guess and i'm just kind of curious you mentioned the if you do die from cancer yeah. and can they take your tissue for cancer research to say, well, you had it, let's help somebody else not have it by what you can give us. Yeah, so that's all your decision before you pass away. So saying yes on this registry is only and solely for organized tissue donation. If you decide, I want to donate my body to science, medical field, what have you, there's a whole other process to that that you can look on our website and find out a few different organizations that you can reach out to, but we do not um, specify in that at all. Well, and what is that website? We're talking a lot about the website. Let's get it out there now. Let's get it out there for everyone. It's donatelifecolorado.org. Really simple. Go there. You'll get all the facts and stats on organ and tissue donation and again you can hit the become a donor button and sign up online it's just that easy it's that easy just put your name in the registry and you'll be there well if nothing else if you thought about it first of all it's, it's painless yes you're going to help people 
And it's really simple. Check it out on the website. Mm -hmm. Take a look at it before you, oh, say, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, we want you to get the facts, and there are a ton on there. And, of course, we're debunking some of those myths, like I'm too old. Again, that's a myth. Well, let's go to the other myth. Is it a myth? Mm -hmm. I'm too young. 16-year-olds get driver's license. They do, yeah. So you can still sign up. So that we're in, actually, um, now that school year is starting already, we're in some of those grades between, I think, Welcome seven to and Mile High Magazine with your program. hosts, Adam so Morgan, like Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues so and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs like Department like of Bonneville, like, Denver. Now, here's yes your host, Adam so Morgan. you're never too young to say yes. Your family under a certain age, I believe 18, is able to decide for you if you were to pass away before age 18. Uh, after 18, that decision that you made is your decision. You're an adult, and that will yeah. carry through. Yeah, then, then it's your decision. Exactly. Like you just said, it's all up to you. Yep. Are there any organs you, you don't use? I mean, do you take most anything. Yeah, so it's it's interesting, really, and I didn't know this. Coming from, like you said, the broadcast world, this was all new to me uh, last year when I started. But one person has the ability to save up to eight lives through organ donation. So if you think about that, that's your heart, your kidneys, your lungs, your pancreas, your small intestine. All of that is able to save eight different people coming from one person. So we don't discard if we don't have to. We will use what we can coming from you after you pass away. So why wouldn't you say yes? Right. I mean, you have the ability to save lives. Yeah, and you're not using them anymore. Right. <laughs> yes. No, that's exactly it. Hopefully, you're going to greener pastures right. someplace, At that point. and let let your stuff stick around yeah. and help somebody else. And you know, it's, it's I don't know if it's just me, and maybe you, Brianna, have noticed. I see a lot on TV these families reuniting that mm -hmm. they bring a child and said, "Your dad's kidney or your brother's kidney." Yeah help my daughter and here she is yeah she wouldn't be here without that right yeah. so those reunions are amazing we share them on our facebook page as often as we can we have some local ones as well so if you have any stories we encourage you to share them with us we want to see how this is playing out in your life and see really the life-saving gifts that you all are are giving at so the end of the day you mentioned we're like number one in uh -huh. colorado 69 percent of yeah. us are signing up to help what's the need here in colorado what what's what are we looking for? Yeah, so locally, nearly 2,000 people are waiting for a life-saving transplant. So they're on that waiting list. Waiting, The kidney is the most common that they need, and then it's the liver going down from there. Nationally, nearly about 114,000 people are waiting for a life-saving transplant. So the need will be there until the foreseeable future. We need people to say yes locally because that's how we determine who gets what organ and where. One right. of the many factors, I should say. Well, even if you're thinking, oh, it's only going to help Colorado, it could go nationally. It could, depending on what you have and who needs what. Right. It's a very complex system inside the registry and trying to figure out who matches to who. It has to deal with, you know, how you died, um, your age, your blood type, all of that. Um, it's very complex, but if you say yes, you could help somebody in a neighboring state or you could some help somebody locally. So you're basically saying a lot of these donor alliances such as you guys are all linked together with information? Yeah, so we know, we go through UNOS, which is United Network for Organ Sharing. Okay. They hold the key, if you will, of matching or pairing people with the deceased donor and their organs and somebody that needs that life-saving transplant. They do that matching. We just give them what they need, and they right. do that from there. So we don't actually sit here and match people. So you're just telling them, here's what we have available, or somebody's willing to donate. Yes. They, on the other side, are working with hospitals, doctors, yep. whatever it might be across the country, mm -hmm. and it just comes together that way. Yeah, you input the information, and it matches the way it should between, or the best match, I should say, and then that goes from there and saves somebody's life. Well, let's talk about some of the other myths. We did touch yeah. on that just a little while ago, but there are more myths than what... 
you old guys like me can't give yeah. us give us organs. What are some of the other myths out there? I know there are. There are, and it's it's unfortunate. I think mainly Hollywood too kind of plays up organ donation in some of their storylines. So, and it's a little bit false here and there. So, Grey's Anatomy, if you're a fan, oh, at all, and you watch some of those, and if you now after listening to this interview, if you look back, you can find a lot of organ donation related storylines in there. So those help perpetuate some of those myths, unfortunately, if they don't do it right. Um, so one of the main ones, aside from I'm too old to donate, is, you know, the medical team, if they see that hard on my driver's license, they're not going to work as hard to save me because they know that I've said yes and um, that I'm willing to give oh my, my organs. Oh, my gosh. Is that really not out the there? Case. Yeah, that's out there. We hear it quite a bit. Just let them die we can get their organs? Yes. And that's been, wow. I think, a very old myth, one that's been around for a very long time when people were really unsure of this process and we weren't as forthcoming, I think, years ago. But now it's out there we know what we do and you guys all should know what we do as well and that's not the case so the medical team that's working to save your life has nothing to do with the organ donation medical team we come in after the fact we let the doctors do all that they can obviously to save lives that's their job Uh, and if unfortunately that's not able to happen we come in if able and more than likely i would think you tell me brianna uh, the doctors don't even know if you're a donor on your no. driver's license. They don't stop and say, wait a minute, are they a donor or aren't they? Yeah, Not at all. No. Their job is to save your life. So that myth is one that unfortunately has been perpetuated throughout the last, I don't know how long, wow. but we want that to be squashed right away. Well, so now you're telling me when I watch some of these medical shows and my wife and I'll go, I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. Well, more than likely they couldn't do right. that. Right, yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes open because more often than not, some of these shows, obviously, it's Hollywood. You want to dramatize sure, some sure, of it. But sure. getting the facts on our website is obviously the best way to go. Don't read off of what Grey's Anatomy tells you. <laughs> yeah, it's only TV. Yes. So what else? Any other myths that we should be aware oh, of? Oh, there are so many. Um, if you look on our website, too, I know I keep mentioning this. We just have all the facts and stats there. There's another one that I think people say, well, well organ donation I think it'll cost my family something. At the time of death, I don't want them to have to deal with more costs oh, or what a, have you. That's a good one. Yeah, and that's not the case. So uh, if your loved one was in the hospital beforehand and they were ill, um, yes, you have your regular medical bills that you'd have to pay no matter what. But organ donation does not cost the family anything. We come in and we do what we have to do because you've said yes. And then it goes from there. You're not paying for that cost at all. Well, and, and this has just popped into my head and maybe even a stupid question. No. But if you're sick in the hospital and, yeah. you know, maybe your recovery doesn't look imminent. Yeah. Will they come back to you and say, we see that you're a donor. Do you still want to do that? Do they reinforce what you've decided? Not really. So no. here's the thing. The medical team that is working on uh, saving your life at that time really won't know or really won't talk to you much about organ donation. You've already said yes. That's a legally binding contract that you really signed and you put your name on that list. So if and when you do pass away, then the team comes in and they may talk to your family and say, hey, you know what, so your so-and-so loved one did say yes, so we are going to go forward with donation and just kind of tell you what it's about. But the family doesn't have the um, authority really to over override unless it's a child of course they decide for that right. if you're under 18 but if right. you were an adult and you said yes nobody can override and no one's really double checking because at the time those doctors are trying to save your life yeah exactly yeah but they do ask you when you come in do you have a living will and yeah. you know, they'd ask some of those important questions right exactly and, and they may even touch on organ donation depending on the doctor and what they know about it well especially if you're not an organ donor mm-hmm. they may re-ask you or say hey listen i know you're not a donor but 
Would you be interested in helping somebody else? They could. We don't. I don't know. We're not in no, that process that, part of right, it, but right, um, right. the medical team could probably speak a little bit closer to that. But they may be able to. It's important, though, from that to really talk to your family. Let them know your wishes. So when the medical team, our medical team, comes in and go, does go to your family after death and says, you know, your loved one was a donor, they're not shocked. Let them know your decision. Well, I think you should definitely. You just yeah. can't come home from the driver's license place and say, hey, guess what? Yes, exactly. Well, wait a minute, Dad. Right. Or whatever it might be. Yeah, talking to your family really makes it a little bit, it's always going to be difficult when a loved one dies, but it's oh. one less thing to worry about when you talk to your family. Exactly. Uh, we're visiting with Brianna D. Pilato. Did mm-hmm. I got that right? You got it right. Yeah, Community Relations Coordinator for the Donor Alliance. We all know about the Donor Alliance. And the need never ends, does it, Brianna? It doesn't. We mentioned before, and I think it's worth reiterating, that nearly 2,000 Coloradans are waiting for a life-saving transplant. The kidney is number one. It's about 70-plus percent of those waiting are waiting for a kidney. Um, So you know a lot of people that may be on dialysis and just trying to buy some time before they get that life-saving transplant. Uh, So the need locally is great, but the need nationally is far greater. 114,000 people nationwide need a life-saving organ transplant. And and I was kind of curious, because when you say... Organs, eyes, and tissue. Yes. What do they do with tissue? Right, and that was one that I didn't really know. Coming yeah. into, you know the standard organs, right? Your sure. heart, your lungs, exactly. your My kidneys. eyes, you know that. You know yeah. you can donate your corneas and right. give the gift of sight. But tissues, I never, okay, maybe skin. I, I didn't really understand what you're taking and what you're doing with right. it. But tissue runs the gamut. Here in Colorado, ACL, if you think about it, you're skiing and you tear that. That's a tissue that somebody donated that you're getting that. Like a ligament? That, exactly. Yeah, so, so they call ligament. that a tissue. Yeah, valves, um, your skin. In all of that, your bones, that those are all lumped into tissue. And really, one person has the ability to save and heal more than 75 people through tissue donation. Is that 75? 75 people. So we have wow. one of our advocates, um, a Columbine uh, shooting survivor, uh, Casey. Johnson. I've heard about him. Yes, he's he's it's a, a big girl proponent. actually. Yes, but so. she but there are several of them that have received t- life saving tissues. So Casey, she uh, was shot in the arm and risked losing her arm years ago when the shoot. I believe twenty years. Twenty ago years now. ago, right? Yeah. So she risked losing her arm as a teenager. But one doctor came in and said, you know what, I think we can do a transplant with a different ligament or what have you to repair your arm. And now she has full function, almost full function of her arm because of that tissue donation made from somebody that said yes. So it's really interesting. You didn't know uh, really what can be saved. Um, If you think about burn victims, they need skin placed on their skin without getting too into it um, to really help their own skin start to heal. So the skin from a tissue donor helps burn victims. The corneas from a cornea donor helps give somebody the gift of sight and able to drive and ski and do everything we love to do here in Colorado. So really, those are the tissues. Things I really didn't know, but you're able to give. I had no idea either. In, in fact, I kind of went through that a couple of years ago from an old sports injury. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to avoid a major ankle Yep. replacement and they were going to do ligaments mm-hmm. now i know where the is. ligaments were going to come most from wouldn't know unless you're uh, really in tune to what you're getting and who gave what wow that's yeah. phenomenal so yeah. 75 people yeah so one person has the ability to save up to eight lives through organ donation heal and save more than 75 lives through tissue donation just one person yeah. by saying yes so talk a little bit about maybe some of the resistance people put up against 
donating organs and tissues. I'm sure there's some of that out there. Yeah, we also get a lot of people saying, you know, it's against my religion. You know, my religion really doesn't believe in it, so I don't think I should. I, I need everything that I have here now with me in the afterlife or what have you, depending on what your religion is. Sure. But the reality is, and we do this every year, there's National Donor Sabbath in November. So we really try in November to hone in on religion and what each religion says about the act of donation. And really, most of them, all major religions, think that the act of donation is your final act of generosity before you pass away. So that's one thing that we hear quite a bit, and that's one of the reasons, oh, I don't want to donate. It's because of my religion. But really, if you look into it, most say um, it's a final act of generosity to save a life. So you do one Sunday in November, you said? So November, uh, we have National Donor Sabbath. I believe it's about three to four days. I'd have to check the dates on that. But that really is the time that we hone in on religion, talk to a bunch of different faith leaders in our area, and we'll post those on our Facebook page, which is Donor Life Colorado, so you can get a glimpse into your own religion, what they believe, and what they're saying. That's a great um, and idea. A few others as well. With so the help. A lot of myth right there. Yeah, and that is one of the myths that my religion does not does not support it. And we talked about my age and, and all of that. And sure. really, the age one is the one that really I hear all too often. Well, I'm too old to donate, but that's not the case. And the thing is about Colorado. In fact, I'm, I'm into some senior health situations. <laughs> We're about to become the second biggest state in the union for senior retirement. Yeah. About ahead of, I think, Florida or Arizona now mm-hmm. because they love Colorado. The health care here is good. And there's a lot of seniors that would like to help, I'm sure, by donating. Yeah. And I'd heard that myth. Once you're over the age of like 60 or 65, you're done. Yeah, and so not the case. And it's unfortunate because I think over the years that has been perpetuated. That You know what? You're too old. Once you hit 65 or older, you can't donate anything. You don't want anything of mine. But that's not the case. Um, like I said, we have people well into their 80s that were able to donate organs. Um, and people well into their low 100s that can donate tissue. So just say yes, and then let the doctors decide. You do your part while you're here, and then let them worry about it after the fact. Simple, easy peasy, as it I is. tell my grandkids. So give us the website again. Let's get yeah. that out there. DonateLifeColorado.org. And again, that's where you can say yes to organ eye and tissue donation and learn the facts. I know we touched on um, living donation a little bit, but sure. it is different. So we don't facilitate living donation. It's a great thing. We, of course, support it. The more living donors we have, the more people we get get off of the wait list. Exactly. And when we talk about living donation, it's talking about um, a kidney that you're donating or part do. or a lobe of your liver, which you can do and you can still live a full and active healthy li- active healthy lifestyle. So Living donation, we have a ton of facts on that, and really that deals with the transplant centers. If you're interested in becoming a living donor, look at our website, DonateLifeColorado.org. Find your nearest transplant center. There are four of them in Colorado, and go there and inquire about that. But go to our website, say yes, look at the facts, look at the stats, and share some of our stories, too. We have a lot of advocates that want to share their stories. So how big is the Donor Alliance? I mean, is there a lot of volunteers involved? And oh, yeah. How does that all work? And why I, do you need volunteers? Yeah, I have never worked at a place that had such an extensive volunteer program. So it's called the Advocate for Life program. So Advocate for Life, we do um, several trainings. We have about 200 active advocates that come in, and they are part of our workforce. If we're out at events and you see ads and you see our table, all of that, they help with that. They stand at these booths. They tell their stories. More often than not, a majority of these people that are volunteering have a connection to donation we have a lot of families who lost a loved one and were a donor uh, we 
have a lot of people that are recipients. We have some that are even waiting and several living donors as well that just wow. participate and involve themselves in the cause because they feel like they're passionate about it. So they're out at the booths. And of course, we would love more people oh, to, to help out. We absolutely. want to tell your stories. Look on our Facebook page. We share our advocate stories all the time because they're amazing stories. And really, they can tell the story of donation much better than I can. So they have the real story. They have that touch, that personal touch that it affected them and they believe in it. Well, how do you find out about volunteering? The famous website? Yeah, well, you can go to Donate Life Colorado, but we mentioned Donor Alliance is really our organization. Go to DonorAlliance.org, and you'll see right on the front page there a volunteer button. Click it and learn more about our program. Do you guys do any kind of fundraisers? We don't. Events? No events. We don't fundraise. We don't actively fundraise. That's just one of the things we don't do because, as I said, we get some of our our pay or our compensation from actually doing the recovery. So organ donations and tissue donations were paid by the hospitals and the tissue processors. So So they pay you. Yes. Yeah. They pay us for our work into that. So we don't actively fundraise at all. That's a good thing that you can survive without... As a nonprofit, yes, yes a non-profit. exactly. We That's have a lot of people a... that donate uh, money just because they feel like they can, and you certainly can, but we don't actively ask for it. And that's probably on the website, though, all is. that information. It is. Yeah, you can even message our Facebook page. That's the way of the future. People Boy, message sure our Facebook is. page all the time. <laughs> we have a Twitter and Instagram, too. So if you have any questions or comments, please message us. We'll answer. Is there anything else we don't know about the Donor Alliance? I've learned so much in what we're only couple of minutes into this. Yeah, I think the great thing that I know we talked about, but to reiterate as well, is that 69% of Coloradans have said yes. So that's DDR, meaning donor designation rate. That's high. The average throughout the country is about 56 or so. So we're well surpassing the average. We hope to hit 70% next year. And again, the reason why we're so passionate about getting that percentage up there is because that means more people are saying yes, which means potentially more donations to people that really need that life-saving transplant. And I mentioned we um, are part of Wyoming, too. So we really cover all of Colorado, all of Wyoming, and Wyoming's number is 60%, so they're in the top 10. So we're doing great. We have a great group of people, both in Wyoming and Colorado, that are just generous, much different than other parts of the country. You're really working it. We are, but Uh, everyone, it's all because of you all that say yes. We couldn't do anything that we do without anyone that says yes. So we need you to say yes, and we want you to know the facts about it when you do say yes. Well, it'd be, as we've said, I didn't know about the tissues. Yeah. 75 lives you can save with your tissue. Mm-hmm. Eight more with organ donations. Yeah. That's a neighborhood. Why not leave a legacy? Why not do that for somebody exactly. else? Exactly. It's yeah. so simple to do it. Say yes, and that's all the work that you have to do. And I have to admit, when I you know, did say yes, it felt pretty good. Yes. You know, I'm going, I yeah. felt, I, you know, I grew up in New York, and really, they're a little bit different than we are. They don't. You don't have to ask at the DMV um, if you want to be an organ donor or not. We just have such a great relationship with those in Colorado, the DMV itself, uh, that they're able to ask that question. And people here know about it more than those in maybe New York or another East Coast state. It's just talked about a little bit more, which makes it easy to learn the facts and really know what you're saying yes to. Well, you, you should get to know the facts. Yeah. Like anything in your life, don't just jump into yeah, it. Yeah, don't just say yes. If you're not sure, you've learned a lot here today with, with Brianna. I've learned a lot, and I thought I not knew everything, but pretty much knew, knew most, most of yeah, it. Yeah. But I didn't know most of There's it. There's always something to learn, especially when it comes to the medical field in this process, for sure. I'm still learning every day, so let's hope everything I said here was completely accurate today. I know it was, but yes. So is there like a president that runs the, the alliance? We have a CEO uh, Sue Dunn, she's been at the organization for 30 years. She really? So she knows in and out. She actually started as a nurse. So she went through all of the processes to get to where she is today, really worked her way up, and she knows the ins and outs of donation better than I think anyone else probably in this state. 
Well, uh, like board members? I mean, it, I, I'm just trying to get an yeah. idea how big this is internally. Yeah. We know you got a lot of volunteers. Got a lot of volunteers, about but, 200. And then uh, our workforce itself is about 150 people. And we have to remember, too, I know a lot of people think Donate Life Colorado is just this PR team that's working and really pushing it. Good point. Not the case. It's a medical team as well. We have more medical staff on our employee base than PR and helpful staff. So, of course, we have the regular HR and, and all of that accounting, but our medical staff is really our breath. So they take care of and they do most of what um, needs to be done. They facilitate the organ donation process. So I think people don't realize that we are actually in there doing the medical complex medical processes of this. It's not just uh, public education. Well, it just tells me you know what you're talking about when it comes to this is why you should donate. Yes, exactly. We have everyone from all sides. So it's interesting because working there, you can shadow some of the medical cases and all of that stuff and learn from the people that are actually in these hospitals. Uh, so it's interesting to really get into it all in the process. Do you go out and speak to groups, organizations about the the advantage and why you should be involved with the Donor Alliance? Yeah, we do. We have um, a public speaking program that one of our other PR folks heads up a little bit, and she also does the transplantation science in the schools. So teachers or parents, if you think that you want your kids to learn a little bit more about this, it's a free class. It's really fun. We'll come in and you know speak to it all throughout Colorado and Wyoming. There's also a public speaking program that we have. So we talk in a lot of hospitals really to educate the nurses and such. So those that are in the hospital system themselves, sure. unless they deal with donation every day, they don't know it. They're in their own specialty. Sure they so are. we'll go in and go with the nurses' rounds throughout the hospitals and just make sure they know the signs to look out for somebody that may be eligible to donate so that they know to call us. And we're really maximizing that opportunity and saving as many lives as we can. So when you go to the schools, is there like an age limit? I mean, you don't talk to kindergartners about it. We don't. It, do yeah, no, not I mean, yet. It's no. um, more seventh grade through 12th. And that's really hitting the kids that are about to get their permit or their driver's license. And they're going to be asked that question. So we're really trying to teach them what this whole thing is, making it fun. We bring in some plastinate, plastinated organs and they look at some of the different things that you're able to donate. Um, and we really teach them that it's important to know what you're saying yes to and what you're not saying yes to as a kid that's 16 going into the driver's license office. You know, Right. You just want your license, but we want you to take a minute and talk <laughs> oh. to your family and, and say yes to those questions or say no if you don't feel like you should. So it's just, it's a great program to get in and get in front of the kids. And it, it really starts the conversation between the kids and their parents that day. That's a great idea. Yeah, great it's idea. fun. It's really fun. We teach hundreds of kids, if not thousands every year. And you say the teachers or principals can uh, once again, go to the website for yeah. that. Yeah. So that would be donoralliance.org. If you go there, you can request it's a class. It's free. We're starting to lay them out a little bit for this school year. I'll bet. Um, we've got pretty packed schedule through December. And of course, as we head into the next year as well, you can request a class and we'll be there. So pretty much Colorado and Wyoming is Colorado what you're covering and Wyoming, with Because yeah. we get into Wyoming. We do. Ooh. Most of Wyoming, aside from some of the southeastern portions of the state. Well, good for you guys. Yeah. Well, continued work there. Congratulations. This is uh, Brianna DiPalato, Community Relations Coordinator at Donor Alliance and Donate Life Colorado. Yes. And that's People don't think about that part too much, I think. Yeah. They think once I'm gone, help yourself, take whatever you want. Exactly, but you got to make that, you know, that yes, that decision. Well, thanks much for coming in today, yeah. Brianna. You have an excitement level to you. Oh, well, now, good. You, it's you, early, so I'm trying I know, here. but you're, you're, obviously you're into what you're doing. Yeah, it's a, how couldn't you be passionate about trying to save lives every Exactly, day? and you should try to help save some lives, too. Check it out. I'm Murphy Houston. Thanks for listening to Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you again next weekend.